Blog Talk Radio.
Okay. Thank you for listening. Um, we have a really good show for you. Um, I wanted to also encourage you to um, download the podcast. You can get it on iTunes, um, or you can also get it on um, your phone. You should have a podcast section on your phone. When you go to the podcast section, when you download the little podcast button, um, you can go to the area where you are looking for a podcast or the search engine, and you can type in the name of the podcast, and it actually gives you the um, show. So you can have the automatic feeds um, go to your show every time so you don't have to sort of scramble around and wonder what the next show is about. Definitely try to send a message or an email if you have a suggestion. Um, you can actually go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash reflections now and you can um, subscribe or you can send an email. It's very important. Okay, so we really um, have um, a couple of things to talk about. And engineering has been on my mind. It's very important um, that people really change the course of time. So it's really changing history and really moving into a different era um, where things aren't as bad as they are. And we talked about this before, but we didn't really expand on it. Um, because right now, now is a time where history is changing. There's a young woman, one woman, who... Um, it's not, I actually don't want to mention one person because I hate when people just mention one individual who's doing something really interesting. Um, but sometimes you have to. Um, and so there's a lot of people who are trying to do something really unique nowadays, right? Um, millennials are probably one of the most dif- different or probably the most different generation um, that has existed. You have everything in front of you. I'm trying not to be too much like the adult. A lot of people I find are derailing millennials. And people are not admitting to this. Um, they're not saying anything about it. They're not, you know, um, acknowledging it. And even if they do, there's really nothing that happens to change it, I see. And it's very serious because I'm watching a country that people are talking about in terms of saying great things, and there are great things to say, but a lot of people are suffering. We have a number of people who are on heroin. We have a massive heroin epidemic um, happening in the United States. And we also have people who are, I'm suffering from a lot of trauma. You still have trauma that might come from 9-11, right? Um, and you have people who I find are trying to uproot the United States by mixing everything together when cultures are very strong because they're not mixed, right? Um, and you learn a lot about other groups because they're not actually mixed, right? Um, and so there's that whole thing happening now, and I find there's this huge sense of denial. So one thing I want to say is try to stay positive, right? I was just talking um, to someone not too long ago about how sometimes people have negative energy. And really, you have to you have to look at this as something that is extremely important because sometimes when you really are trying to be positive, it still seems negative. And that's really bad, right? When something seems like it's really light, really benign, like it wasn't that big of a deal, it's negative. It came from a negative place. It came from a bad place. You probably have people who are really negative towards you. You probably have had this, people who are negative, I believe. There's probably so many things that um, that have happened where people were negative around them and where things that were bad were happening around them. And so they have a negative face or a mean face on all the time when you speak to them. They're just really not positive. Or in other words, when they try to change your negative comments to a positive one, it's not as bad, but it's still not really positive, right? You ever meet people like that? No, that's really serious. I mean, people have negative – people have names for them. I don't want to say – the negative names like negative Nancy or Debbie Down or anything like that, but it's um it's very serious because men are negative. It doesn't matter who it is, right? 
Um, and I find that for millennials, definitely try to stay away from gender. There's a lot of people who rave about the feminist movement. In the last 10 years, has your life gotten better? Have things gotten better in the entire economy for the entire country? Have things become better? Are people nicer to each other? Are people more wonderful to each other? Are things just taking off? No. So ask yourself, are most of these movements worth it? Are most of the movements around you worth it? Would you probably be better off going to school, having your own apartment, having your own car, and maybe, you know, getting some R&R, maybe taking a weekend to listen to some live music or to go skiing somewhere or to probably go, you know, um, 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 hiking, not hiking, but maybe skating or something. Um, I always say that I, I refrain from saying that because I don't really do hiking. I think it's not a strenuous, a strenuous enough for me. Um, I definitely um, um, do other things, but nothing else hiking. Rock, high, rock climbing is probably more dangerous. I'm, I'm very much a fan of rock climbing um, and possibly bungee jumping, right? But I think that um, it's, it's, it's not for me to say that. If you are interested in doing this for the weekend, you should do it. Stay away from people. Even if it seems like they're just slightly older, make sure you're around your own group. There's a lot of people who are co-opting millennials, and it's not really something that is if, – if they're going into certain, certain areas, then then it's, it's something that, that, is not, that does not pertain to this. But really, there's a lot of people who need people to be just as bad as them, meaning that if, if we don't rely on Washington, you should not be thinking about Washington. I know millennials don't, it's not because of me. It was way before the show ever started. Um, you don't ever trust Washington if you're a millennial. You, millennial, you know that. Washington lies. Washington is responsible for so many things. We've bombed other people. We're worth, we're, we're worried about people bombing us, right? Um, but we do have small rep- excuse me, a few representatives who go into Washington who are young, and they're great. Um, and it's not there's nothing wrong with it. But you have um, time now to do what you're doing, and I find a lot of people will get in the way and and block you, even if they don't mean to, if they don't intend to, they will. Um, and they do some way. So we talk about engineering. Definitely, if you can't do engineering here, try to go overseas and do engineering. It's very important. The federal government wants this. If you see someone who doesn't want it, they're probably a person of color from another group who is probably attacking you. And that happens. Trust me. By the time it happens, no one really knows what to do about it because people so far, so long have been really doing this annoying thing, which is looking at black and white constantly, where black and white are fighting. And so they think that if they just sort of talk about skin color, that it makes people sort of immediately turn to, to this person of a certain skin color. It's, it does that, but it's, it shouldn't. It's actually, this is actually ignorance and should not exist. But it does in a certain sense, and so what happens is the federal government doesn't know who's killing people off, right? They don't really realize that they've blocked a certain group out of institutions. That I mean, you can look this up. There was a group that was blocked from most that was actually um, blocked from participating in a number of activities, and you would actually think that it's someone who has darker skin. Not actually that group, right? So, so on some level, the federal government knows who blocks people and who jumps in to to do things um, to people, even in terms of destroying them. But they don't necessarily move on it, and they don't necessarily, or they do move on it, but they don't actually tell people what they're doing. And I have to say that because um, for millennials and under, I find the situation to be very precarious. I find the situation to be very dangerous. There was a young man, for example, this was on Facebook. On Facebook, Caucasian young male, blonde hair, blue eyes, who was locked in a room um, and for, for a long time. And all these bad things happened to him, and no one said anything about it. And so every time, every time you see that, you see people who are actually um, 
assuming the identities of other people as people with very long hair who, you know, sometimes people are dumb enough to think that matters, right? You ever meet people who think that because someone has long hair, they really have an advantage, right? By the time you have that first or second baby, they're going to have stretch marks everywhere. They're, they're going to have dimples in their behind. They're going to have, you know, all kinds of things wrong with them. Um, and you're probably going to be seeing someone else. Um, in, in some sort of, um, um, you know, affair on the side. That's really how a lot of it works. There. So, you know, I, I'm not highlighting here, but it's really annoying when people highlight hair um, because you're supposed to be confident and thinking about things that are important, right? So even if you have long hair, if you're AF, if, excuse me, I, I'm not saying that, but if you're African-American, pull your hair back, right? Um, and um, don't talk about um, how long your hair is and don't talk about any of that stuff because it's really a sign of ignorance. And they do that sometimes really because they want you thinking about only one thing. And sometimes that's really how to keep people ignorant. Race actually takes the mind. If you, talk, if you talk about race all day, which is actually abnormal, you really have your mind taken, right? No one actually talks about anything 10 times a day. The definition of insanity is to go over the same exact thing 10 times a day, right? Uh, not necessarily 10 times a day, but over and over and over and over again. Um, so very, so very, it's very important that you think about other things that you really make sure that you're not thinking about something that is, um, that, that shouldn't be on your mind. And race sometimes does that. A lot of people think it's strange and they say things like, why do people here talk about race so much? Why do they focus on race so much? When sometimes if you really get involved, um, you start talking about race and thinking about race so much too. So millennials do not think about race. I know for a fact millennials don't think about race as much. Most millennials and under have friends of all different backgrounds, and if you absolutely really, really watch, they can talk about anything. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. So try to stay away from people who do focus on race so much, right, unless you actually have to be around them. And so reading is important. Reading is necessary. But for engineering, I was saying apply to a program here. If you cannot get into a program, if you think you're going to be blocked, apply overseas, right? We talked about um, programs. Um, China has excellent programs. You can really just Google them and see what you have to do in terms of sending paperwork in. It should be fine. As a matter of fact, um, you know, actually now I think it would be actually, would be easier for you to apply um, during this time if you're interested in some of these programs. You can just type in um, schools that offer engineering into um, the website. You can go to the nearest library, and you can actually use the web use their computer, um, or you can do it on your phone. If you think you're not going to be respected as an engineer, because I remember someone saying that, you know, they studied engineering and they could not find a job and it was very daunting for them or they just didn't understand it. And I remember telling him what I told him and I remember his face just sort of, you know, really being surprised and saying if he had known that things would have changed. But I was really telling him if you have a project um, um, or if you're an engineer and you study engineering here, if you don't want to do something here, you can always go overseas and do it, right? Meaning that you can create a company here. You can take the company and have an office overseas. You can meet engineers overseas. You can go to seminars overseas. You can go online. There are there any business seminars um, happening overseas? Um, are there any? Is there any sort of thing that I should go to where I'm sitting and, and discussing things in the same room? Um, those business seminars would be really great for you, but you're also setting, you're also networking and you're doing different things. And so by the time they have projects again, they might call you. They might have some sort of entrepreneurial thing that they're doing, and maybe they want you to join and to bring what you know um, in that area of, or, or area of engineering to them. So you can actually do things overseas. You can pitch your ideas at, at small conferences. If people are doing entrepreneurial conferences, you can actually pitch your ideas um, at, or maybe have your presentation, right? Um, and so 
Um, it's very, it's, it's really interesting. I think that you should probably do this, um, uh, but think about this also. Uh, also, studying history. We have to really um, realize that um, for people who are entrepreneurs, I'm going to give you an example of um, Judaism and how people have studied Judaism and, no, 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 watch your mouth, sorry, um, but people have studied um, um, from the small, uh, as small children um, in Jewish schools and then when they get to college, they study Judaism and also they went into a PhD for Judaism, Judaism, right? Um, and I'm really not saying anything specific. I probably don't even want to mention it because I think some of these religions are probably something you should never, ever mention. I think that's where we need to go where we just don't talk about religion or race. But I'm just saying that after that, they become entrepreneurs. In other words, that, in other words the people who end up having maybe, um, if not a store, they end up having maybe um, a business where they're in some sort of um, – program that um, maybe exists in Brooklyn or something, right? Because this is what exists in Brooklyn. Um, and I'm in New York, by the way, but what I'm saying now is that you can do this as um, someone who studies history. You can study American history. You can go to college and study history. Then you can leave college and go into graduate school and have history there still, too. You can also change it. You can go into economics. You can also change it. You can maybe go into you know, um, a different area, but make sure you actually pursue the area because there's so many millennials who have to go into entrepreneurship and it's absolutely necessary and why is it important? Because Paul Krugman and other economists are predicting a great depression. They're predicting that there's going to be a recession and they're predicting that the depression is very much, very, um, very much um, um, going to be very, um, excuse me, um, what is the word I'm looking for? When it's going to be just as just as a, a worse, excuse me, it's going to be very, it's going to be very bad, of course. But they're predicting that it will be worse than anything we've ever seen. This is what he was saying on television um, that we're going to dip into another one, and it's not only true, but a lot of times people talk about jobs, um, and I don't like the fact that people really were talking about the fact that they couldn't find a job because they were not um, a certain skin color. If you have your own company, you don't have to worry about having a job. You don't have to worry about people hiring you if you have your own company. You can get a job. If you're looking for a job, you can find one. You can have people, you know, say maybe you can work here one day, which you can. But also, if you have a job, there's so many things you can do. And you don't really want to be like these people who have nothing to show for themselves because maybe they sold a few T-shirts and maybe – they have nothing to show at the end, you know, it's just a story. As opposed to saying that this is your job and you can do, and you've done this and you've done that, and also you're registered once you own a company as someone who is not unemployed. Very serious. So that means that um, you have um, a situation where once you have a company that you own, you're no longer registered as an unemployed individual, which means that um, you have, um, uh, you are, of course, employed, right? And once you have this company, you can do anything as this company. I don't expect a lot of people to do that. I do think people are lazy. Yes, I happen to think people are lazy. I happen to think the average person um, doesn't work as hard, and I think it's been scientifically proven. You do have people where you might actually work hard, and that, and the younger, maybe one of your couch potato, maybe one of your, um, maybe there's a group of hardworking people, and then. You meet them and you see where it comes from, and then someone just doesn't feel like having a company, mate, right? Maybe someone just wants to be a housewife. Maybe someone just wants to really relax. Maybe the person just wants to just to, to to relax and relax and just 
you know, and I, I want to say be a surfer, but really now they have surfing competitions, right? But sometimes people just really want to pursue their sport. And sometimes the sport, because you love the sport so much, becomes your occupation. And one of my, I don't want to say anything, but one of the people I I, I definitely I'm um, using an example sometimes is Tony Hawk, right? Only wanted to skate, and skating became the profession that he was in. It became his job, right? They, they, in other words, he skated so he would he would use the skateboard so much that by the time he tried to figure out what job he would have, um, he actually took a piece of wood and created a skateboard, even though he had bought one from the store. So creating skateboards became the job that he had that he made for himself. And so now his his company has grown. It's still a few people. But this is what people are doing around the country. They're creating they're creating skateboards. Um, they're ordering the equipment to do that. They're putting the wheels on. They're maybe painting it to see painting it the color, whatever color they they'd want to see on the skateboard. They're doing that, um, or they're creating the materials for whatever it's they're creating. There's a company where people create drums. Um, he makes drum sets out of wood, and orders certain parts to put on the drumsticks. Right, the drum set you can look that up on YouTube. Really interesting people doing it, but they just register the company, which I said you can do at the county clerk's office. Any county clerk, which is really usually found in a courthouse. So Google where the nearest courthouse is. Try to go there. Definitely ask for the county clerk's office. Go into the county clerk's office and tell them you want to start a business. They expect you to have a name. Have the name. They'll tell you if the name is available. And then once you leave, you will be given this. And also, if you don't have the name or if the name is taken, if, you, if the name is taken, actually, you will be asked to provide another name. So that's serious. So study history and be an entrepreneur um, because there's so much you can study, study. But I find that some of these people, you can study business, but it's actually something that I think that you should actually do business. So I'm, I'm a little torn about people who study business. I think you should actually be the business yourself. You should be the person who owns and, and, and by that or who is the apprentice, and then you become the business owner. And that way you actually have all this business experience, which you're doing it. I've had a lot of people who study don't have any business experience at all. And sometimes by the time they finish the MBA, they do nothing as it relates to business, right? So I'm a little torn about that because the average person, you know, the 1920s, actually unemployment was at 6% because you had shine boys, you had people who were all these who had all these um, small companies. These were small companies. These weren't just occupations or things that they did, right? So um, the 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 um, the the I, the goal is to really be able to not do what many of the adults are doing, which is to not pay attention to what's going on. Most of them don't pay attention to what's going on. So you want to make sure you have a company. You want to make sure you pay attention. And they had and there were stores, little little stores that you worked in where you hired someone. So the person had experience in a company in a in, a, in an establishment where they were getting business experience. Right. Even when you see people make these things. That I just talked about, they have people working there, they learn, they're learning for the first time how to make them so they have business experience on the spot. And yes, sometimes, well, this is another reason why, sometimes you have to sit with someone who counsels you about business and who tells you or gives you business advice. You may have to actually hire them to come in. You may have to go to a seminar where you learn more and more business advice. So I would say study something else and have your company. While you're studying, have your company where you're doing that. That's my advice. But stay in school, definitely. That's what I would say. And if you can't go to school, we talked about how to go to school. If you've been blocked out, you want to be able to have your GED. If you don't have a GED, get the GED. It takes three to six months. 
it should actually, and then um, because that's the fastest way they can do it. If sometimes it takes longer, it's because maybe the person left or something's going on. But don't wait a long time for the GED because you should go directly into college. But then to look at the last thing, and this was what was blocking you from college, that small little piece of paper or that little document. So you want to just get the GED really quickly and enroll in college, and you want to finish college. If you have to travel and do it, maybe you have an online degree where you just did the degree and maybe went back home and you still did your classes and still completed the work, do that too, right? But study American history, Africana studies, if you really want to study this one, this is something that is recommended. Africana studies, it does not cover people here in the United States. It covers a lot of people. We're covering Africa. We're covering a lot of different things, right? Um, and so um, and American history is very vast as well. It's very, very important. So don't allow yourself, I said, to to really be like some of the people who are making these mistakes around you. Um, and we also talked about food, right, movies and food. But food also, make sure you have dark greens. It's important. If you don't have it, you can have light, but I wouldn't recommend it. Very, very dark is important because it does more to your skin. It replenishes your skin. Um, and it also um, makes it so that your physiology changes, something that's a little bit more um, stronger. This is really chlorophyll. Chlorophyll, usually plants are very dark or they're dark green. So chlorophyll, plants need sunlight and they need water. But it's really the dark green that is so strong that it replenishes the plant. So you, if you, when you're eating, you know, even dinosaurs, right, what they had, the greens that they had were very dark. So, um, and I've said that, I think I said that on the last, on maybe two shows ago, but I was saying that, um, or a few shows ago, if you have spinach, you should have spinach, maybe kale, right? Um, these are things that help you. Um, and so, um, and, very, and, very, and be picky about your food, right? Um, so this is um, very important. Um, but also um, shoes, right? You want to make sure that you are, um, you know, in other words, when I say be picky about your food, don't just eat anything. But um, make sure that you invest in shoes. Um, we talked about Taobao. You can order a shoe machine from Taobao, or you can have, if you don't have the money, you can get the money, have someone donate the money. Don't say, well, maybe it's too difficult to have money. You can probably just have someone who donates it and maybe has it in a certain center. You can go to the school and ask someone to do it, right? But always know that you definitely have to go to college. It's going to be the piece of paperwork that you need to have. It's going to really become an identification card. Where people are asking if you do that in high school was like that too, where they did that, where you had to have a high school degree or everything fell apart if you didn't. So that's why they're making it so that you can have one, right? You can get one. Um, and avoid stereotypes. Don't become them. Don't accept them. The stereotypes are usually negative, and they portray people in a very bad way. So be conscious of how you're carrying yourself. And if you find that you're not being respected in school, leave the school. I don't care what anyone says, but do not drop out. Make sure you enroll in a program immediately. Promise that you'll go to college, actually complete college. Leave. And actually, or stay there and do the GED program at the same time. I don't know if they'll they'll let you and do that. Do the program immediately, stay in high school, see which one you finish first. If you get the GED first, leave and immediately go to college. But don't say that that's the last thing you got. Actually be able to look back and say that you have your college degree while everyone is still in high school, okay? It's possible. It's possible to have a 15-year-old go off to, high, go to college. Um, and so if you really see that things aren't going well, send your 15-year-old off to college and pick up the GED first, okay? Have a great day, and please definitely listen to the show. Um, you don't have to follow everything. Um, it's not really designed for everyone to follow everything. These are just my thoughts. These are just certain things that um, I know have worked and continue to work as a young man at Harvard. 
who has probably by now completed Harvard, and he has a GED. So he knew people look at the last thing. No one would care that he has a GED. They're going to actually look at the fact that he has a Harvard degree. Okay, have a great afternoon. Bye-bye.